0: In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 through 5, where I'll ask the question, why will we go up to the Lord's mountain? Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 through 5 says... It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and shall be lifted up above the hills, and all the nations shall flow to it, and many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall decide disputes for many peoples. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Isaiah, like many of the prophets, is a prophet of doom, but also hope there is an inevitable judgment that is going to come upon the people of Israel. But at the same time, a little bit further out, a little bit further down the line, there is this wonderful time where the mountain of the Lord will be established, and everyone will see it, and everyone will flock to it, and everyone will gather there, and they will glorify the Lord, and they will seek wisdom there. They will seek justice there, and they will learn there how to walk in the light. And this is what all of creation will do, not just the people of Israel, but everyone will gather around and go up to the mountain of the Lord to come into contact with Him so that they might know how to rightly live in this world. Well, with that idea in mind, here are three thoughts from Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 through 5, answering the question, Why will we go to the Lord's mountain? Thought number one, to learn. When this happens, when this inevitable reigning takes place the people will go to the mountain of the lord to learn from him they will go up the lord's mountain so that they might hear his word and his word the law of the lord will go forth from the mountain and all of the people will hear it and they will go up the mountain to hear it better to better understand how it is that the lord would have us to live in this life and this is something that we can start the process of doing right now We can start the process of doing this now by acknowledging that the Bible is God's word. It is his law, and he has spoken it forth to us, and we can learn his ways as we read it. But even as we do that, we will recognize that in the consummation, in the Lord returning and establishing his kingdom permanently with his people, we will be able to learn to a greater degree all of the things of God and how we can rightly glorify Him in all the things that we do. Thought number two, to settle disputes. There's this idea intrinsic in the Law and the Prophets about justice. And justice is something that we're all concerned about now. It's on the tip of everyone's tongue. and we recognize that as man tries to administer justice, that there are faults that take place. We are not necessarily that great at it. We make mistakes. We err in judgment on all sorts of different things. But when the Lord's mountain is established, when it is made higher than any other mountain, then justice will flow forth from it, and the Lord will settle all disputes. All the disputes that man has against another man, the Lord will settle. All the disputes that nation has against nation, the Lord will settle. And war will be a thing of the past. And the people will turn all their weapons for war into tools for cultivation. We'll become less interested in how we can dominate our neighbor. And because the Lord's dispensing his justice and settling all disputes, we will be able to live in harmony with one another because... The Lord, our God, will judge rightly between us. Thought number three, walk in the light. Ultimately, when this prophecy is fulfilled, Jacob will walk in the light. So as Isaiah speaks these words, he is saying, we can walk in the light now to the best of our ability. But we recognize that when the Lord makes his presence here with us, then we will be walking in the light in a way that's even greater than we could now. Because at that point, it is all of the people of God who are dwelling with him, who are doing his will and walking in the light that radiates from his presence because the sun and the stars are no longer necessary. He provides all of the light that is there. And this is the great hope of the people of God. The great hope of the people of God is that they might dwell in the Lord's presence and live in a way that's honoring to him in all of the different things that they do. This is the great hope of the people of God that we can go up his mountain, we can learn his ways, we can receive his justice, and we can walk in the light, glorifying him and rightly fulfilling our purpose in this world to bring glory to God and to enjoy him forever. This is something that we all ought to be looking forward to. It's something that has already been accomplished in Christ, but we will experience the fullness of when he returns in power and in glory. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Isaiah chapters one through six. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of scripture together.